Justice Tech Pros podcast with Dominic Crea, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, discussing the obstacles the defense team faces when trying a case, what goes on behind the scenes during pretrial and motion phase, holding defense attorneys accountable, making sure they're fighting for their clients, the difference between textbook law and how things truly play out in a courtroom, and everything in between. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Justice Tech pros. Welcome back to A View from Mulberry Street. I'm your host, Matthew J. Mary, and today we're going to talk about a subject that I consider to be very important. Not many of you know all about it, but it's been in the newspapers this week and on every TV news program, believe it or not, about time. The Supreme Court of the United States is hearing a case where the state of New Jersey is trying desperately, as they have for years and years. Governor Chris Christie started it, a Republican. Governor Governor Murphy, a Democrat, continued the quest to get out from under a a bi-state agency called the Waterfront Commission. It was formed in 1953 to combat crime on the docks. And I have to say, back in 1953 on the waterfront, there were a lot of things going on. It's not so today. The Waterfront Commission has outlived its usefulness and its purpose a long, long time ago, and it has morphed and dwarfed into an agency that don't know what to do with themselves to secure their survival. And what they have degenerated into is an organization that is highly prejudiced against Italian Americans if they happen to know somebody. Okay, and I'm going to explain that to you. Uh, But first... I want to to just show you this article, okay? This is the article that was in the Voice of the People today. The Daily News is not my favorite newspaper, but I'm sometimes amazed how they print my uh, editorial-type opinions. And this is very short and very brief. And so I just want to read this to you, and then I'm going to explain to you why this is so important, why you, you should be interested in what's going on in the Supreme Court at this very moment, okay? So here we go. Here's my uh, Voice of the People article published this morning, Manhattan. The Daily News editorial called Justices Drown the Waterfront. That was an article, an editorial of the Daily News, where they 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 boosted up, propped up the Waterfront Commission with all the old cliches. Oh, organized crime needs to be fought on the waterfront. You know, they ignore what the Waterfront Commission really does now and what it has been doing for decades. Getting back to my article. Okay. I, I kind of criticized the Daily News editorial where they where they support the Waterfront Commission. And I say their article was not only 
dated by decades, but poorly researched in that it didn't know the Waterfront Commission has not only outlived its usefulness, but has primarily become an obsessive vehicle to prevent Italian-Americans from working on the docks if they know somebody. Now, I mean that. If they know. No. Not commit a crime with. Not do bad things with. If they know somebody who is connected Big word in today's vocabulary, right? We hear it all the time. He's connected. What does that mean? Well, anyhow, you can't work on the docks if they say you know somebody who is connected, whatever that means, to someone they believe to be involved in organized crime. This, This is not an exaggeration. Lives, many lives have been ruined over this discrimination, and it is time to turn these matters over, over to the very competent and capable and tough New Jersey State Police. They are professional, and they're not an appointed political entity trying to secure its own survival. The New Jersey State Police uh, have the capability and my, my view is, let the cops deal with the criminals. Let the cops deal with the criminals and stop the discrimination. And I say to the Daily News and to the Supreme Court, it's time to expose this, not to support it. And, you know, you say, hey, Matt, why is this so important? Because the people who run the Waterfront Commission are not bad people. The people who are government, ex-government officials who run the Carpenters Union and the Concrete Union, they're not bad people. But they have transformed themselves by accident and by the culture, by the subculture of all this, into organizations that just discriminate against Italian-American people who want to go to work, okay? And, you know... I can understand if they want to keep people out of certain jobs because they have a criminal history. I don't agree with that, but I understand it. I can understand, understand, not agree with, that if they think you are a member of organized crime, that they want to keep you off the docks or off certain jobs, out of certain positions. I don't agree with that. But I understand that. But I don't understand and I don't agree with. And I'm going to fight for the people who just happen to be relatives of people who are suspected of being involved in organized crime or friends. Or how about this? This, this, These are real cases. People who just meet somebody at a party. You go to a party and, and Don Corleone is there. Okay. You say, oh, hi. Oh, nice to meet you. Okay. You're out. All right, you're out. You think that's a joke, but it's not a joke. And people get kicked off the docks, and the people are not allowed to work on the docks, all right, for less than that, much less than that. And the same thing applies to many, many unions that are under monitors. Monitors, you know what they are? They take the place of the former organized crime people. 
who controlled the union. And the government people, former prosecutors, former judges, they're getting salaries like you can't believe. They have staffs where all their friends go to work. It's crazy. It's a racket within a racket. And, you know, sometimes I say that the government has become gangsters. They're the gangsters. They're the gangsters. Turned inside out. Maybe they don't kill people, but they destroy lives and they don't care anymore. They just don't care what they're doing because they don't realize the essence of it. They're submerged in a culture. I talked to one former FBI agent, a very famous, famous fellow, nice guy to me all the time. And, you know, we're talking about a totally legitimate guy who is working in the concrete union. He was, he's working in the concrete industry. And, you know, they wanted him to say how he got his job, who he knows. And this guy is totally legitimate. And, and this monitor for the government of the concrete union, he said to me, he said, you know, Matt, we know that your client is legit, but he's, he's connected to people. He know, you know, his dead father was somebody. His dead uncle was somebody. His mother's second husband is somebody. Oh, boy. And he can't work down there. And, 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 and this particular individual, former agent, said to me the following words. The Lucchese family used to run this union. Now we run the union. Well, that kind of says it all. You know, it's one thing to try to monitor a union to to weed out corruption. And it's another thing to to replace the people that you call gangsters with yourself. I mean, it's hard to believe. And this issue is going to be decided by the Supreme Court of the United States very, very soon. There was an argument just the other day. And the Supreme Court justices, much to my surprise, were pretty much aware of a lot of what I'm talking about. And they asked a lot of important questions. So we're going to find out very soon uh, how this issue is going to be resolved. And I think it has to be resolved in favor of non-discrimination. All right. We have to work out uh, a, a, a strategy to monitor, regulate these industries without just banning Italian Americans who are legitimate people, legitimate people. We're ta not talking about the guys who have a conviction. We're not talking about people who have a case going. We're talking about people with no record. We're talking about people who are not accused of committing crimes with anyone, but are accused of knowing somebody. This has to stop. And uh, my partner, Neil Healy, is going to uh, edit the highlights of, of our episode on the Waterfront Commission. I believe that was uh, episode nine. So I hope that all of you are going to sit back and take a good look at that episode because we said a lot and a lot needs to be said. Welcome back to A View from Mulberry Street with Matthew J. Mary. That's me. You know, I've talked, I've talked plenty of times about how rough it is for a criminal defense lawyer to practice in federal criminal court. But uh, at least in federal criminal court, there's a semblance 
of civility and honor and respect that uh, makes the proceeding, proceeding seem to be on the level, which it really isn't. But if you're a lawyer, if you're a criminal defense lawyer, and you ever have to do a hearing at the Waterfront Commission of New York Harbor, you will know the meaning of being uh, humble because it's a totally demeaning experience as a, as a lawyer, a railroad job from the beginning to the end. And there's no chance ever to win anything in front of the Waterfront Commission. Uh, I recently wrote an article for Jerry Capici's uh, publication, internet publication called ganglandnews.com. And uh, the, the, the title of the article was Time to Say Goodbye to the Waterfront Commission. When the Waterfront Commission of New York Harbor was created, they called it a compact between New York and New Jersey, which was approved by Congress. And that was back in 1953. And there may have been many good reasons back in 1953 to have a special agency to try to remove crime on the waterfront, which was running rampant. In fact, there was a great movie that starred Marlon Brando and Lee J. Cobb called On the Waterfront, a very powerful movie indeed. And so the Waterfront Commission was created. However, here we are 70 years later, and the need for such an agency is long gone. In addition, the agency itself has turned into something worse than a useless tool to fight crime on the docks. It has become an overbearing, holier-than-thou, pompous organization who decides who will and who will not work on the waterfront. And I'm speaking about doing that in a very arbitrary and capricious way. I have no objection at all to the Waterfront Commission or any other law enforcement body like it to say, if you commit a crime on the job, you're out. You're being thrown out. If you've committed a serious crime which affects your integrity off the job, you're out. Okay. I even understand, although I don't agree with uh, the notion that if they think you are a member of organized crime, uh, that should not be enough to say you can't go to work, but so be it. I can go along with that. But what's happened on in the Waterfront Commission uh, is that even though by all estimates, there's no need at all for such a special organization, the Waterfront Commission in an effort to survive has just become an organization which prevents Italian-Americans from working on the waterfront, not because they have committed crimes or because they have relatives who are su suspected of being members of organized crime, but because they have had some kind of contact. You have had contact with a member of organized crime, uh, someone that the commission believes to be part of organized crime has been in your presence. What are these connections? What kind of contacts are they? Well, let's say if you go to a wedding 
and uh, Don Corleone is there. And you go to a wake, Don Corleone is there. You, you go to a birthday party, and Don Corleone is there. Well, you know what? That's enough to get thrown off the docks. And there are cases after case which uphold what I'm saying. Believe me, I know it's hard to believe, but that's how powerful the Waterfront Commission is. And all of their decisions are upheld by the courts because they have a special power which has been uh, codified under law that the Waterfront Commission has the right to keep the docks clean, to keep the docks free of organized crime. Well, knowing somebody shouldn't be a reason why you lose your job or you can't have your job. I'm currently working on a case with Peter Till, who's a distinguished waterfront commission attorney and a uh, distinguished criminal defense lawyer in New Jersey. We're representing a longshoreman who for 10 years now been under attack for over this decade because he went on a Caribbean vacation over 10 years ago with his brother, who also was a longshoreman. His brother had a friend who had been convicted of a RICO charge. The friend was not alleged by the commission to be a member of organized crime. The friend's crime had nothing to do with the waterfront. Uh, the friend had never set foot on the docks. But because this friend of my client's brother was a defendant in a RICO case and alleged by the waterfront commission to be an associate, an associate of an organized crime family, the waterfront commission wanted both brothers to be kicked off the job. And indeed, uh, the, the older brother was kicked off the job because he had visited this person, his lifelong friend, childhood friend. He had visited this person in prison. He had sent this person money. He uh, had accepted telephone calls from this prisoner. He met this guy when he came out of jail, went to his mother's house, met him on his job, met him at the gym. And the older brother told this all to the, all to the Waterfront Commission. He, he admitted that, okay? But that wasn't enough. They wanted to, to delve into every little detail. And, and, and because he wasn't able to give them every detail of the Caribbean vacation in Santo Domingo, uh, he wound up losing his job on the Waterfront. And the client that we have now who's been fighting the case for 10 years. He's, he suffered a heart condition. He suffered anxiety condition. Uh, he's currently under a doctor's care. Uh, we're still fighting to keep him registered as a longshoreman. And because he happened to meet with his brother's friend in Santo Domingo on vacation, uh, that alone is justification to have him lose his job and his livelihood. And believe me, uh, those are, that's only one case of many, many cases, uh, that I have been involved in. And there are cases worse than that. The Waterfront Commission is an organization that has just become too powerful to continue to exist. They've got nothing to do and they have distorted, uh, their power, uh, in order just to keep going. The state of New Jersey has withdrawn from the Waterfront Commission. Two governors, Governor Christie, a Republican, and Governor Murphy, a Democrat, have 
both agreed, along with all the Democrats and the Republicans uh, in the uh, legislature of New Jersey, that the New Jersey State Police, a pretty rough agency, let me tell you, as a criminal defense lawyer, New Jersey State Police are uh, not clowns. Uh, They are pretty tough law enforcement officials. And New Jersey is saying, listen, we don't need this this very expensive uh, commission to have control over the waterfront so that they could decide who works, who doesn't work, and kind kind of regulate people's lives in terms of their social activity. So New Jersey says we could leave. And the court system uh, in New Jersey, the Court of Appeals, Federal Court of Appeals, which Third Circuit, which covers the state of New Jersey, has ruled that New Jersey has the right to withdraw. The Waterfront Commission took the case to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said they would not hear the case, so it would have to stay as it was. Uh, that the Waterfront Commission would be abolished unless New York State decides to intervene and sue New Jersey. And that's the crazy situation that we have going on right now uh, in the court system where New New York is suing New Jersey uh, to prevent New Jersey from pulling out of this deal. And New Jersey is saying to New York, please, We want regular policemen to police the waterfront. We want the state police to regulate crime on the docks. We do not need this special waterfront commission anymore, which has morphed into an oppressive organization, which is racist in the sense of Italian-Americans who associate and have some contact with anyone who is involved in organized crime have to lose their job or they're not eligible to go to work. And that's just plain wrong. And that's just plain what they do every day. No one cares. Nothing is reported in the media. That's why I'm bringing it up on this broadcast. I know that there's a lot of criminal activity everywhere, including the waterfront, but there's no need for a special organization who has taken it upon itself just to abuse citizens who have not committed a crime. What they have done is be born, that they have blood uh, connected to someone in organized crime. Oh, his uncle is somebody. His grandfather was somebody. Uh, His brother-in-law is somebody. He knows somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not what America is supposed to be about. We're just talking about people who want to go to work. Believe me, I knew a story about a young lady who applied for a job on the waterfront and they rejected her because they said that her father, who had been dead for 20 years, was a member of organized crime. And they also said, well, you know, you you have a brother-in-law who's a member of organized crime, a brother-in-law who she hasn't talked to in decades, okay? And I told that lady, you're the one who should bring the civil rights lawsuit against the Waterfront Commission. This is obscene. This is obscene. And you know what that woman told me? She said, Matt, I'm not going to play games with these people. They're too powerful, and I want to just go about my life and live my life. So the Waterfront Commission has instilled more fear in people than the mafia 
ever did on the docks. Ah, so that's the story for today, a view from Mulberry Street. Well, that's still a view from Mulberry Street. I'm Matthew Mary. See you next time. Thank you.